0: Welcome to WIF.
1: Would you please help? I'm Hunter
0: Hamrick. I'm Rachel Voigt.
1: Relatable topics.
0: From relatable people.
1: What are we even going to talk about?
0: Everything. <laughs> Let's go.
1: <laughs> hey, Hunter. Hello, Rachel. You're looking cute with your one braid pigtail and the other. <laughs> Dude,
0: that's, okay, I just chugged. Balancing. A bunch
1: of <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint. Other topic. Hint, hint at our topic of the day. Balance.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, but anyways, um, I just chug some coffee because I've got a lot of things I have to get done. <laughs> um, yeah. So let me tell you, I've had three cups of coffee, and my last cup was nitro cold from Starbucks, which has like a hundred more milligrams than a normal cup of coffee does. Ooh. This has like three hundred and fifty or two eighty. Oops. my bad it's not a bad thing it's just i can feel it my heart literally going <laughs> <laughs> and, and then hunter noticed i didn't even notice but literally my hair when i wear it down i always separate it and literally my right side of my hair isn't a braid and the left side is just glowing. <laughs> so y'all if you have add or adhd and you can relate to fidgeting with your hair constantly like Please leave a comment or shout out to us because, y'all, this is my life. (laughs) Just sitting there with two braids. Well, one's undone. That's how it is. (laughs) Speaking of, like, balance and balancing conversations, Hunter, you're ADD too, right?
1: No. You're not? I've never been diagnosed with it.
0: Um, Well, in college, I got diagnosed with ADD. I took the ADD. I took the test uh, and basically, she's like, yeah, you have ADD. And I was like, Oh, this is explains my whole life. Like, thank you for letting me know that, like, that was me. But anyways, I was in a conversation with my RA, literally mid conversation. It was like, squirrel, I literally left the building that we were in and walked outside to another conversation. So why? ADD, bro, like balance. Like I was done with that conversation we We're like. They were they were boring me like not in a bad way, but like you checked out something spicier was over in yeah. the corner and I was like, oh <laughs> spicy, flashy, and I'm like, squirrel, and like ran over there. And my RA as I was leaving was like, she totally just dropped that mid-conversation bit, to too. The and they're like, Oh yeah, she did. She and just, I was like, I'm sorry. out sorry. I like wave sorry and walk out the door. Oh my gosh, that's really so cool. y'all. And, <laughs> yeah. So this right hair being done and left. Being wild is just balance in my life.
1: (laughs) I love it. I I know like whenever I was first coming to like stay with you for a few days, like the whole time, like before you're like, I have this to do and this to do and this to do. And then I was like, it's okay. You don't have to like worry about like entertaining me. And you're like, okay, I have to get this done. And you're trying to balance like your work obligations and your family obligations and your hunter obligations. Because let's be honest, I'm a lot.
0: The hunter's (laughs) coming to see me on a busy like two week stretch (laughs) or actually like a month stretch y'all
1: she's just busy all i can say
0: god has been good in my life and i've had family and i have friends and i have Mm. friendships now and places to be and like during the week is my time to decompress so i found balance in that of like usually my mondays tuesdays wednesdays are like chill yeah but there's a lot happening. Like the house I'm in currently, we might be selling it. So I'm having to get it ready for showings and I'm a hot mess express in every yeah. aspect of my life. So when you ask me to clean something that like literally makes my heart go, oh. I hate yeah. cleaning. I told Hunter earlier, I'm like cleaning. is literally like someone stabbing. I would rather have someone stab needles in my eyes than clean. Like, I hate it. <laughs> like Isn't cleaning great. I'm just like, you know, I ah. I worry about the people who are
1: like, I love doing dishes. You're a psychopath. Like mm-hmm. like you have to go to a therapist immediately.
0: No, that's my aunt. She oh like
1: called
0: me and she's like, oh, you're cleaning? I love cleaning. And I'm just like, can you come clean
1: for me? <laughs> Actually, I'm going to take that back. If any of you like to wash dishes, I will give you my address every place I go and you are more than welcome to come mm-hmm. be my friend. I mean,
0: <laughs> hey, I'll cook you food if you want to clean my kitchen. <laughs> I'll cook you food every night. If you want to come to second village like, clean my kitchen, you can have free dinner as long as you pay me in cleaning. <laughs> if you
1: ever download dating apps again, that should be in your bio. Like, oh, it I'll, is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: always been in my bio. Like on Hinge, there's like questions like, um, like, oh, something you look for in a man or like something. And I was like, Oh, if you love Jesus and um if I'll cook and you do the dishes
1: for <laughs> me. She's <it>. like, <laughs> I got two important things in my life. Yeah.
0: Jesus and no dishes. <laughs> yeah. It was on there. It was something like I forget that. what I was. <laughs> That's funny. Watch like one of the dudes on here is like see me on your other <laughs> cringe. That's
1: really funny. Uh I hope every man is just listening to you right now on a falling in love.
0: Hunter literally tells me how sexy I am. She's and beautiful. Just, she makes me blush, and I'm just like Hunter, but you don't realize how sexy you are. We're so throwing it back. Balance, honey. Yes.
1: Well, I will say this. I've always I've always retained that my mind is a very attractive part of who I am because I I just have been to school for so long, like I have to learn something by this point. <laughs> so I've always retained that like my my I balance myself out in attractiveness for like brains to bod.
0: <laughs> Wait, what is that? What is that term when someone's attracted to someone's brain? Yeah,
1: there is a word for it. Let me Google it while Rachel talks about other things she balances in her life.
0: Go. Oh, great. Put me on the spot. (laughs) Uh, Well, balance, I think just work-life balance. Like I was saying, like, usually my Mondays through Wednesdays are times where I don't schedule um, activities. I usually go to the gym, go to work, repeat, um, spend time with my family, just relax, don't have expectations. Um, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I allow for friendships and for uh, relationships.
1: Okay, so I Googled it. Sapiosexual or. I just thought of it or, as you was like Or, or, or sapiophile uh, refers to those who find high levels of intelligence the most erotically desirable characteristic in a partner.
0: Oh, um, listeners, let us know if you're a sexual. Like, <laughs> I, I'm really curious, because I definitely am not.
1: <laughs> you don't find intelligence attractive?
0: <laughs> I mean, I find it attractive, but if you're intelligent, but you're not handsome to me, then sorry, not sorry. Like, that doesn't trump the yeah. outward looks. Like, I, I work hard for my body. I work out. I take time. I don't want honestly i i have like two types of dudes i like a man who's like sculpted it like big muscles buff dude or like a dad bod so i i'm very weird in my life <laughs> but she's like you either gotta wear the fanny pack and take the kids to the soccer yeah. games
1: or you gotta be a gym rat but
0: with that i just i i just like a guy that owns what they have mm-hmm. so like maybe maybe i do like intelligence but i just like a guy that's like hey i'm here this is me this is what i got and, like, confidence to me is mm-hmm. more sexy than anything else. Yeah. But um, I'm very picky with certain
1: things. You'd think there would be a word for, like, being attracted to confidence. But there's not. I just Googled it. I just, I just Googled it. <laughs> um, but, like, like intelligence has a word. I wonder why they haven't. Um, if you're a psychologist out there, um, make up a word for that, please, mm-hmm. so that I have something to talk about.
0: <laughs> but um, balance, like – we're on the topic of like dating and like guys. Like, what's something that you like find in like balance in like talking with guys or like pursuing that, or maybe balancing like your single life?
1: Um,
0: or are you not even balancing any of that right now?
1: So I don't date. Period. I don't. I don't seek it. I don't entertain it really. If a guy messages me and. There is nobody right now that could text me and be like, hey, I'm interested in you. Let's talk about it and and do something about it. There's not a single person that I could think of that could do that and me be like, okay, this is a real possibility. Because if they did, it would be somebody I've never contemplated with before or talked about it before. So it would be out of nowhere and I would not know what to do. So with that being said, I'm not I am not in the dating scene because Hunter's got a lot of other stuff I'm focusing on right now, and Hunter's got to focus she on does. some stuff. So um, I'm there's cool guys. <laughs> she really is. Hey, she, thanks. Move into
0: an RV for like a couple weeks and travel yeah. around, and she's just
1: awesome. Well, I'm I am permanently it's going to be my permanent residence, but I do have my condo that I ship my mail to, so I'm technically a resident of that place, but just being able to like pack up and attach the the camper to the jeep and just be on my merry merry way and just travel the states for the next few years it's gonna be amazing but rachel and i are still gonna i'm gonna make regular times to come back in austin and make sure i'm here with rachel to to keep talking to you guys and hanging out
0: or we'll get good chats going like but we will be.
1: or rachel can come with me yeah i mean we'll see
0: life right now is. Well, i'm going to turkey for three weeks so we gotta figure that out yeah, what a jerk she's just know. leaving us balance of are y'all, um Ugh. speaking of balance like travel like even hunters are liking that like she likes to be on the road but she still needs that consistency of like being with family or being with friends like as much as you like mm-hmm. adventure you need to sit down and i'm the same way when i travel yeah like i yeah. love going but there's just times where even when you're going going you sometimes have to cancel itineraries yeah to just sit with yourself
1: I honestly think it's helped me uh, traveling has helped me balance my social anxiety a little bit Mm -hmm. because used to, if I was in a situation where I'm going to try a new thing and I'm trying to make friends like, Oh, I'm going to go to like this hockey team's game for the first time. And I want to keep going here and I'm trying to make good impressions. And then I make myself look stupid. I, or I feel like I looked stupid in that situation or made a fool of myself. I'm going to always be self-conscious when I go to do that. But traveling, it's kind of like you show up to the place and you might meet some people and you might have a really weird interaction or conversation or do something really dumb and you will never see them again. Yeah. And if you do, it doesn't even matter because they were just a blip in your life and then they're gone. And so I honestly think it, I think it's helped me balance that expectation I have of myself of like, hey. If you use something silly or goofy or weird or dumb, like it's not, it's okay. Like just, you can get over it like super fast and forget about it. And so that's like something I've struggled with. And I'm, I think traveling has honestly helped that, that balance it out. You
0: get to be authentically
1: Hunter. Yeah. And I'm a pretty weird chick. So
0: yeah. But I think <laughs> I love people that are a little weird because I'm a little <laughs> weird and it just adds to. Yeah. Um, but I think also you and I are intelligent in different ways. Like I am not. I don't have the degree to be smart, but I've done it in other ways. Like, I also just am not book smart. I hate learning from written, from written word. Like, I would much rather go to a museum or would much rather see, oh, this is in my history book. Okay. And I go learn from the locals, their perspective of that historical event, because something I've learned. And and it's also balanced is, like, we all grew up with propaganda. Every country you live in has propaganda. And so we're all taught a narrative. And when you travel, you unlearn certain narratives because what you were taught may not really be what's realistic. So you learn to balance your perspective and become neutral instead of having a one-sided perspective. So that's what I love about travel and the beauty of travel. Yeah. So that's how I learn. I learned by doing. Like, I, one, something I'm afraid of and something I'm learning, and maybe you're afraid of this too, one of our biggest fears is fear of man. Is one of your biggest fears fear of man? Fear of man, like fear of opinion, fear of like making a fool of yourself, fear of what people think.
1: Yeah, I would say that that's definitely like, yeah, that's what sets off my social anxiety is like, I feel like everybody's looking at me mm-hmm. and judging me because I have such harsh thoughts of myself. And I just, when I walk in a room, I assume everybody's thinking like the and, same negative things. And all they're thinking about
0: is themselves.
1: Yeah, or coffee or donuts. No, or-
0: <laughs> literally. So literally, we're all prideful humans and all we care about is ourselves. Like, even if you're selfless, you still care about yourself. <laughs> and so when you're walking to a room, unless you have like a crush on someone, you're most likely thinking about yourself or you're even thinking about, oh my gosh, I wonder if my crush sees me today. Like, so it's all about you. Even in the midst of thinking of someone else, you're still thinking of yourself. So like the balance when you enter a room is like, okay. For me, with how I'm trying to like deal with anxiety and just balancing it out, it's like, okay, how do I find someone here that I know? Okay, let's have a conversation and let's reflect it on them. Then when you take the narrative off of you and you reflect it onto someone else, I think that helps balance out a lot of my anxiety. At least I'm learning. How do you balance out your anxiety in social situations?
1: Oh. Um, Mm, I have to I have to either turn off or exit like if I'm overwhelmed there's not really much like like that can calm me down other than uh I have to I have to get better at this it's still something I'm working on but um I am working to be a, a more active listener in in social situations so Um, I am, I am a thousand percent guilty of, of the whole, I'm, I'm already thinking of what I'm going to say next, not actively listening, be not because I'm not interested, but because I'm worried that if I don't plan out my next words, I'm going to forget, or I'm not going to say something Mm -hmm. right, or I'm going to be offensive, or I'm going to be dumb. And like, and it's not because I'm not listening and it's not because I don't care. It's because I am so fearful that I'm going to look stupid to you that I'm like, okay, how do you want to say this? And how do you, how do you respond in a, in an upstanding way? And so I think I tried too hard to be a casual conversationalist, which I love this podcast because we're just talking and I feel like it's helped. Mm.
0: dude, This podcast helps a lot. Speaking of balance, I think this helps us balance out a lot of issues that we've been um, contemplating and been struggling with. Like, and then Also, it just gives us an avenue to talk about things that a lot of times we don't even think about. And then we are deep in podcasts podcast and we're like, dude, that was like deep knowledge. Oh my gosh, mind blown. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think balance is an everyday thing. Um, Like setting goals for yourself and then balancing out the rest of the day and then giving yourself time to just sit with yourself. Yeah. Let me tell you, it don't get easier with age. It gets harder to do that. Um, but I think also when you get older, you realize that the only thing that you control is what you have and what you've been given. Yeah. And so like, uh, and I think in some ways our anxiety is so much more amplified younger because in our twenties is when we're literally just like fumbling through life. Yeah. Like on my Instagram, I used to put fabulously fumbling through life. (laughs) because literally that that's me now i call myself the hot mess express but like (laughs) y'all i i've come to terms that that's just who i am yeah and like that's part of me and like you either can take it or you can't and that's okay and i've had to learn to like huh, like balance like me as a real person and just letting me sit with that and be like i'm flawed that's okay i also have these um positive attributes to bring to the table yeah and at these negative ones and yeah. they balance each other out yeah and then also finding people that can take your negatives and bring them up to your positives
1: yeah yeah that's fair I uh yeah I, I I don't know like I I didn't have very much time this trip to Austin you know I only had a couple days and I was sitting here and I was like okay what do I need need and want to get done while I'm here like I had a few things I need to get done and then there's a few like social things. I'm like, I want to get this done. And so every day I, I, you know, I'm helping run all these companies and doing all these other things. So I have work obligations eight to five and then I have school obligations after that. But then I was like, but there are people I care about now in Austin. I have friends that I, I feel more rooted with than I ever have before. You know, in North Dakota, I had like one solid good friend that we hung out all the time you know, and I had another friend that I hung out with her at like hockey games and a few times like lunch and dinner here and there. But here in Austin, I feel like I have this network now of people that I love and I adore. And I'm like, I want those roots to go deeper. Oh, I love you guys. (laughs) But like, and I I made time to see you and Kishana and Amanda today. And it's like, I, I love that I'm able to just reach out and say, Hey, I'm in town. You want to grab dinner? And I'm not getting blown off or I'm not, well, I'm already pretty busy and oh, sorry, I can't. And like, I don't know, it feels like I, I have a, a family here now of my friends that I, I found time to balance and, and make sure I make time for you guys because I want you in my life. And so it's about me balancing what actually makes me happy and not what's expected of me. And so finding the balance and being honest with myself is what what helps me find balance. Because if I'm like, okay, well, I've already said I'm going to do this, so I have to do this. I've already made plans for this, so I have to do this. And so I used to be so imbalanced in the way that, like, it didn't matter if I was happy or not. If I said I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm a lot – I I am very careful about not making promises. If it's, like, I can't mm-hmm. do that or I don't want to do that, I'm not even going to tell you, you. give a maybe. maybe. Yeah. I don't even give a maybe. I'm like, that probably won't happen. Yeah. And I'm very honest about it. I'm like, that's probably you not You don't
0: – You now you – um, under promise, over deliver.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Instead of over promise and under deliver. Yeah. So you don't over schedule yourself.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but I think that that's coming with age. I Call mean, me old? You no, know, no. <laughs> comes with age. I think yes. I was in my mid 20s when I actually literally had to start making Google calendars with friend meetups because I would over schedule. Like legit. When I, I think I was I was 22 when I really started having good community and good friends. Yeah. Yeah. For the first time. And it was at church and that was like the first time I really felt connected. And so I would get invited to all these events and literally I'd have like a friend meeting at five, then an event at six 30, then an event at nine. I did it. But let me tell you after like, and then sometimes I double book friends at like five and five 30 and I'm like, so i have oh to do, like, God. hour coffee dates, and that was horrible.
1: Speaking of which, when you get back from Turkey, you need to pencil me in for cute fall girl stuff time. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're doing, like, a photo shoot. we got to get
1: dressed up and go to the pumpkin um, patch and do cute fall girl stuff.
0: Basic white girl.
1: Basic white girl. Pumpkin yes. spice lattes. Yeah.
0: And Finding oh. the balance. But going to the- for you, though, it's easy to balance out things because, like, you make it easy. Oh, there goes my phone. You make it easy to feel... Um, To feel loved and feel open and feel secure in a space.
1: That's how I make you feel. Mm -hmm.
0: And you do that for a lot of people. And like, I think, and I'm learning that I do that for people too. And, but I think also sometimes the people who make the most space for themselves,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: make the most space for other people too. Mm. And so like the fact that you are making balance a priority, you're still learning. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think we're ever going to know how to completely balance life (laughs) because life throws us in 25 different directions. Yeah. But like I have seen your growth since I met you, like you learning to balance things out. And I think also this summer with your car blowing up, like that also helped you kind of get a perspective of like, oh, everything I scheduled isn't necessarily going to go according to plan and that's okay. Okay. Yeah. like you are an extreme planner mm-hmm. but you i think you're learning to like plan hunter time in the midst of yeah. all of your events yeah because you hunter overplans everything she's like <laughs> work then school then friends then work then school then friends then friends and friends then work school and it's like and then travel and then volunteer and then cook we, we, did a, <laughs> we did a small group at her house and she would not let us cook guys it was like <laughs> It should have been a potluck style, but no. Every every <laughs> Sunday she had a theme for a different country, and like I helped her plan this, yeah. But and she's like, you can't cook anything, or you can cook one meal, and then she would cook everything else. <laughs> and we're like, Hunter, you're gonna get burned out. No, it's okay. I wanna cook. We're like Hunter, you gotta let us help you.
1: <laughs> I am that I would say my two biggest like overall flaws I have as an individual. Is one, I have severe trust issues, and two, uh, I I can't remember that it came and it went. I forgot my second one. It'll come back to me. But my biggest one is like I have trust issues. Um, yeah, I don't know. You said that, and it triggered it, and then I lost it. So keep going, Rachel. I, I, I was done. <laughs> I literally, I don't know. I was about to say like it was it was something like I'm so I'm so like. If I want to do it, I'm going to get it done because I, I want to. to You're self reliant. Yeah, yeah, and I, I I have trust issues, and I have I have issues asking for help. That's mm-hmm. the other one. Uh, I have trust issues. So like, if someone promises they're going to do something for me, I'm like, I will not believe it until it's
0: happening. Yeah. And then I um, yeah. See, I think for me, I have backups. So mm-hmm. I've learned that people are flaky. Mm-hmm. So I have checks and balances in place. So yeah. like, but I also know that I'm not superwoman yeah and i can't do everything on my own
1: yeah
0: um and i've also hosted small groups where i cooked but i always kept it simple it was always taco night yeah. <laughs> like every tuesday was taco Tuesday. like um and i get a lot of times like have people bring cheese guacamole basic things to mm-hmm. go along with tacos yeah so i've learned to keep it simple when i ask for help so that then okay they okay they were able to come in on that request okay i can ask a little bit more of them and so i ask slowly Mm -hmm. so it becomes a point where i can really really rely on them so i test people yeah and then they fall then i put them back at the basic yeah but i never lose complete faith in people because i think we all can be flaky especially with social media and texting yeah and i've learned and especially with anxiety a lot of my friends have anxiety and so do i Mm -hmm. and and i think 99 percent of the population has anxiety yeah um So, but I'll notice certain people with anxiety and I notice they're flaky because they're dealing with their own perceptions. Yeah. And so when they say yes, I don't get offended when they don't show up because I know that they're dealing with their own issues. Mm -hmm. And so, and so it's not that I can't rely on them. I just know that they, that they're struggling in this moment. So I got to give them space for that. So I think one thing I've learned is to read the room Mm -hmm. and read people's um, positive and the negatives, and what they can bring, and then start um, testing those abilities. Yeah, but that's also be- I've been in church and leadership for um, I'm thirty, and I've basically been in leadership since I was like thirteen. Yeah, in the church, so it's like I've learned to watch and look at people, and I've always been the fly on the wall too. Yeah, you you're you can relate in some yeah. ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, there are times when I have to force myself. Like I, I'm, I love people. I love talking. I love conversating. I love to learn about people's lives. Uh, I'm a definite, like, I think it's called like a, uh, like a philomath or philomath, however you say it. it's a Greek word for like, I just love to learn. I love knowledge. I love to like receive information. No, really <laughs> yeah. And so like, and that's how I am with people. Like I love to hear about their lives. I love to hear about rela- their relationships or what's happening And I might forget it immediately, but I'd love to hear it. I'm like, oh, wow, I just learned something about you. That's amazing. I love that. And so I'll have to like force myself like, okay, you're going to go and you're going to sit here and you're not going to talk to anybody for five minutes till your brain can settle because you need to Mm -hmm. balance these, these like overwhelming thoughts and emotions and physical reactions that are happening. You need to chill out. So I'll have to like force myself to go sit by myself. Like I put myself in timeout, like (laughs) calm down, Hunter. So it's, it, I feel silly sometimes, but it, it I think it's helpful.
0: Um, oh, I do it.
1: Yeah. So like, I have, I, I'm curious for you um, specifically, like in relationships and dating, how do you find balance between being okay with being single and wanting to have a, like a husband and a baby, like as soon as the time's right? Like, how do you find the balance between like what you're Body and mind are like, I really want that. But then you're also like, I'm going to be patient and wait till it's the right time. Like, how do you find your balance between the physical need and the mental wants and things?
0: Well, I think now, if I was to answer this question in my 20s, I'd be like, I can't. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Um, Like, my early 20s. Um, But I think also just being content in the season you're in, you're never going to get to repeat the same season over. Yeah. Even if it's, horrible I think you also take that time to learn Mm -hmm. from those horrible seasons and once you can see like the diamonds shining you're like oh that's what I got out of that season so for me being single and something I've had to let go in the past two years is like I'm gonna be 30 in a week and uh, like my biological clock I literally have like 10 to 12 years left to have kids biologically I've also thought about freezing my eggs at 31 to 33 and i'm like okay god well that's still a couple years off so like we're gonna just table that thought process for now mm-hmm. and i think i'm finally in a point where i'm like look i'm actually happy being single like i've been able to go travel mm-hmm. um i've been able to live abroad in places that if i had a significant other or children i wouldn't have been able to do mm-hmm. so i think for me it's just focusing back on the positive things i've done when i'm single and like saying oh like. I don't have to have a significant other to be fulfilled yeah. in this place. So for me, it's just now I'm just sitting where I'm at and I'm not worrying about tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just worrying about today. Mm-hmm. If I meet my husband at the coffee shop or at the grocery store, cool. If I meet him at church, cool, but I'm not pursuing it through dating apps or avenues. Yeah. Now I have really good guy friendships and things. So if it happens naturally, then it yeah. happens. Or if someone sets me up on a blind date, But I'm not pursuing it. Yeah. I'm pursuing happiness and then everything else is going to fall. I'm pursuing the Lord and then everything else is going to fall. Yeah. Like joy is what I'm going for. And then everything else will come after that.
1: Yeah. Love it. Love everything
0: about it. I was like, let me think on this question.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's hard because like for me, like I've been physically intimate with males before. And it started over ten years ago. Can you believe that? Like that's terrifying. I'm still pretty young. That's pretty young to, to yeah. start that. And so, um, for me, like it was a significant portion of my life. There've been men and intimacy, and so it's very hard to be like, oh yeah, I don't actually need that. That doesn't, that doesn't balance out. So I don't mm-hmm. really need that in my life because the, the emotional and mental damage that has done. Does not outweigh the like yearning for it, so it's kind of like I had to learn learn that the hard way. It's like the the reward did not outweigh the cost, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, balance balance is a it's a big topic, and there's so many aspects of in our life that we have to learn to balance out our time, our money, our friends, our our obligations. Listening, yeah, our (laughs) speaking, yeah, it just like. It's all a challenge. Hunter and I,
0: though, are so similar. I think. Yeah. In a lot of
1: things. Well, guys, uh, it's been so much fun. I'm gonna go take a nap for nine hours. (laughs) It's ever been. I love you guys so much. My name's Hunter Hamrick. I'm Rachel Roy. We're gonna see you real soon. Love you so much. Bye.